What's up, everybody? I'm Steph. And I'm Mari. We are two licensed professional counselors in the state of Wisconsin, and this is the Rewriting Her Story podcast, a mindset podcast for everyone. Here we'll discuss daily issues we face ourselves, struggles our clients are having, and ways to tackle everyday life and whatever else comes up. We take a no-bullshit approach while still being empathetic and supportive. Let's Let's fucking fucking go. go. We're never going to get it right. No, I'm not going to say that. We we might get it right someday. Well, it's hey, fine. It Regardless, it still works. It sounds fantastic every time, so yeah. Siege works his magic. It still works so. just fine. Shout out to my brother, by the way, for episode 10. Can that we just... enter into the session, the, the, the podcast talking about how wonderfully he just seamlessly put the, the two together when I accidentally, yes. I don't know, I don't, I did not hit stop recording, but it did stop recording. <laughs> so that rewriting the story is I was like, you're a fucking genius. Dude, you're a genius. It was so good. It was so good. Like I said, I preview the episodes before I post them just because I like to listen to them and, you know, to see how they turned out. Um, not because I don't trust my brother because he's clearly knows what he's doing, but I was listening to it and I started cracking up and I had to get on Marco Polo and be like, bitch, you have to listen to this. This is so fantastic. This is amazing. And it just came together really well. And he actually said that was one of his favorite episodes so far, not to to edit, but like just the content that we have. So I, I was so worried because in the beginning I was like, man, I was fucking around for a little bit there. <laughs> like the first 10 minutes I was like, burp, 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 like <laughs> just saying and doing whatever I please. <laughs> so I'm glad that somebody got something out of it. <laughs> I felt like I was like, okay, hunker, I was going to say hamper down, hunker down, get to the good stuff. And I feel like I did. And that 10 minutes was not recorded. Dude. So I'm definitely glad we were able to salvage it. I'm glad that it was good. Yes. I'm happy it was our 10th episode. It brought a little humor to, yes. I feel like, that big that big transition of 10 episodes. Obviously, we have yes. more. We have more banked. And this is what, episode number? 14. It is 14. Oh, my lanta. Yep. I love mm-hmm. it. I'm so excited. Yeah, he's so. also very proud of us because he's like, dude, this is episode 10. Like, you have more in the bank. He's like, it's more than some people get to, you know, when they do a podcast. Yeah. So it's something to be proud of. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I am so proud of us. I'm like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like we could talk about anything. Realistically, (laughs) I could sit here and record us talking about literally anything. But I definitely am glad that the feedback has been really, um, I was going to say overwhelming, but definitely in a good way, right? Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. there's been some good constructive feedback. There has been some awesome moments where people have discussed what they want us to talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. We're still open for you to say anything you want us to talk about. We would still love topics. Um, But yeah. So today, my dear, my dear, my dear, we are going to talk about Hey, Pat. <laughs> talk about. <laughs> I told you I was going to say it at least once. Anybody, <laughs> or if anyone loves friends, shout out yes. Elise. Her and her sisters and mom, just an aunt, just went to the Friends Experience in Chicago. Oh, oh cool. my God. I, I lived had a through all their pictures. Loved it. Also, shout out Liz because I know that you're listening to this. Um, it looked fantastic. So that's mm-hmm. what made me think about this because we were talking about this last week recording this episode, but then, I mean, I feel like the universe just delivered this week for both of us, last week and this mm-hmm. week, of teaching us to pivot when we are handed difficult situations, when we are handed unfortunate events, when we are handed just downright shitty cards for the day, right? Mm-hmm. So Yeah, absolutely, and I think... <laughs> 
no, I just, I, I absolutely does what happened. So <laughs> absolutely. That's it. And if I yep. Yep. No, I was just going to say, I feel like pivot was a giant buzzword for 2020, right? Because so many of us had to pivot in life. I mean, we didn't have to, we chose to, right? Not everybody right. made the right. choice to pivot. And I think I if you that. were able to make the choice to pivot and, and you found success with it, or maybe you didn't find success with it, but it still taught you a lesson because I'm a firm believer. And even if something doesn't work out for you, there is a lesson to be learned from that situation regardless. Mm -hmm. So if you were able to pivot and fucking kick ass, then that's great. If you pivoted and it didn't work out, you still learned something. So that's how I see it. I love that, that view of it. So many people are afraid to fail or afraid to, just, yeah, afraid to fail. Cause I was, <laughs> was going to say afraid to not succeed. Yeah. Bitch, that's failing. <laughs> so many people are afraid to fail. That is so important to the journey though. Mm -hmm. That is such a necessary part. Nobody's journey looks like a straight trajectory upwards. Yep. No one's, there is going to be that moment where you struggle, you fall, you falter, you get a setback. It is what you choose to do with that setback. 2020, like you said, was such a huge moment for everybody. Everybody felt it in some sort of way when everybody had to pivot, mm -hmm. whether they wanted to or not, realistically. I mean, I think that there are some circumstances where you can get stuck, but I realistically think that 2020 was like, no, bitch, you move in whether you want yep. to or not, ho. Yep. So, so very much so was like, figure it out, figure it out right now. And I, this podcast isn't whether to judge whether you figured it out or whether you didn't figure it out. That's we're neither here nor there. There are so many variables at play um, for whether somebody turned this struggle into success or turned the struggle into a learning process. Either way, I think it was valuable. However, we're talking about in everyday life right <laughs> now what it looks like when you wake up on a Monday and you got two canceled appointments, someone's late to their appointment, you know, you, you, somebody cuts you off on the way to work, you spill your iced coffee everywhere, like all of these little tiny, these little tiny vulnerabilities. DVT. So this is where we can look at behavior chain analysis, right? So DBT sets up a BCA, so a behavior chain analysis, so you can figure out why something happened to you, right? When in reality, the way that it's set up is functional, yes, but I like to imagine in your mind a bomb. <laughs> Get that that's kind of graphic right off the bat. <laughs> but imagine in your mind a bomb and imagine this really long fuse, right? Like a cartoon type fuse that curls and goes over. And so imagine these vulnerabilities that we're about to talk about eat away at this fuse, this long fuse. So it could be, gosh, for me this week, it was having a really difficult conversation with the client. It was locking myself out of my house. It was having a bathroom remodel. It was, um, oh my a God, bathroom remodel that seemed to have more issues oh than gosh. you thought, right? Thank like you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So having that, like, I mean, I, I could go on. There are so many that I could stack on there, right? These vulnerabilities chomp away at this fuse, this fuse, and then shorten the fuse to be what an inch or too long. So it seems like to everyone else that your, your reaction, your, your, um, what am I trying to say? 
your ability to handle stressful situations is that of like a light switch. Like you just go off at the drop of a hat when in reality you had this really long fuse, Mm -hmm. but it was just been eating away at all of these different things that we didn't clear those, like clear the cachet or clear the cookies or, or clear those lenses to be able to view the situation that you're in with, with a, without rose colored glasses or shit colored glasses or whatever that saying is, I never really understood it, but you get what I'm saying. So the importance is to every time we are in one of these frustrating situations to acknowledge and face it and look at it and say, okay, this is frustrating. This is absolutely annoying. Like today locked myself out of my house. I haven't done that in probably, (laughs) I wonder how that's going to come across that I just made that horse noise, but like, you can't see me. So it probably sounds really weird. (laughs) Anyways, that's where my brain went. (laughs) So I haven't, it's probably been a year, right? Cause it's 2020. We've all been at home and I used to have my hide a key somewhere, but I removed the space that I used to keep it. And then because of this bathroom, we gave the key to my dad. So there just wasn't a key, but in my head, I'm thinking, I haven't locked myself out of my house in forever, which typically this was a weekly thing, people, a weekly thing. Cause I ADHD brain is like, la 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 la. <laughs> just like skipped my Who car. needs keys? <laughs> I skipped my car and I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> and I used to have a key. Well, I don't. So I literally was sitting outside and I got so frustrated. I started crying. And then in swoops, my dad gets his friend to go get his keys to come over to my house because my dad lives two hours away. He's the person who has my keys, mind you. What, what, like, what's happening in our brains? <laughs> but he gets someone to come over and let me in. Had I not sat there in that moment and thought, this is frustrating, yes, but I have people showing up for me. My sister was like, I'll go get Sophie if you don't get your keys by then. My mom was like, oh, I just finished work early. I can come over. My dad was like, don't worry. My friend's on the way over. Like, I had the ability to sit there and clear that cachet, clear the cookies, clear whatever is in my head, that those negative feelings, and say, people are showing up for me. So is this frustrating? Is this a setback? Absolutely. Is this going to ruin my day? Am I going to allow it to ruin my day? No. I'm going to move on from it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the important part that we want to talk about in this podcast is figuring out how to move on from that upsetting moment and not allow that to just ruin your week. Mm-hmm. Well, and pivoting to me all comes down to, well, I feel like for me, and if you guys don't know this already, based on how I talk about things, it comes to control, <laughs> right? And like the shut up. I know that you're laughing because you yes. already knew what I was going to say before I said it. Right. So when I think of pivots that I made last year, there's quite a few, right? So I created my own business, but then going into the online platform after you were like, dude, do it. Like it's worth it. Well, to me, I had all these thoughts in my head about, okay, well, what if I get overwhelmed with clients? What if I can't do it? What if it's too much work, right? And this was all out of my control. And I was making up all these stories in my head before I even knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. So that pivot to me was a little bit scary and it was a little overwhelming at first. And then it was fine. And I am so thankful that I did that because it has dramatically helped my income because my other, like, it's not even a full-time job because I can't work full-time, but like my regular quote unquote job, um, doesn't fill those gaps in right now. And so I had to make multiple moves just to survive in life. Right. And I'm thankful Mm -hmm. that I was able to have the education and the resources to make those pivots, right? Like not everybody does pivoting to starting a business. It was a huge deal. And this, uh, 
don't get me wrong. I'm not like some multimillionaire fucking business owner, right? I'm like a little baby business still. Like I'll get there someday. A little, but little baby. A little, little baby. <laughs> um, all the ins and outs of starting that and what to do and where to go and what to spend money on and what not to. Like, yeah, it was overwhelming, but nobody was going to do it for me, right? So if I wanted it done, I had to do it myself. And I think that is the beautiful thing to look at is that that trial and error, right? Of like... I had no idea. I had, mm-hmm. Like you just said, I had no idea what I need to spend money on, what I didn't need to spend money on. Here's a beautiful thing. You did not allow that fear of the unknown to hold you back from starting the business. Because, and and so, yeah, what we're going to talk about is tailored to counseling or starting a business like that. But that this can go for anything. It can mm-hmm. go for starting any type of business or going out on your own for anything. Or just learning to move through difficult moments is Mm -hmm. that that fear of the unknown, that fear of, well, I'm going to make the wrong choice. How do you know you're going to make the wrong choice when you don't even know what the choices are? Yep. How are you going to allow that fear of the unknown to stop yourself when you're not even sure what it is? How, How come we can't look at it like, I'm presented with two options. And while I don't know what these two options are going to bring me, maybe three, maybe four, maybe five, maybe unlimited options, I don't know what these options are going to bring me. I do know, though, that I don't want to stay where I am right now, and I want to keep moving forward. I don't like where I am right now. I'm not happy where I am right now. So how do I keep moving forward? You choose. You choose and you move, and you understand that maybe the outcome might not be exactly what you want, but it's definitely going to teach you something. And so while we're talking about this, applying to businesses or maybe starting a business or whatever, here's how it applies to everyday life. I'm sitting on the stoop, locked out of my house. So I can choose to sit here and be upset and allow this to ruin my day. I can sit here because I know, I know I'm going to be 34. I know what this choice affords me because I've done it a lot in my life. Mm -hmm. This is where that doing that mental work has come in. I know what that choice is going to afford me. I'm going to be upset the rest of the day. I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to blame Jeff for not taking the key back from my dad. When in reality, it's nobody's fault. Mm -hmm. I could have easily got the key back from my dad, but I'm going to be like, it was his fault. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and this is this is that beautiful moment of Brene Brown vulnerability. Step into that vulnerability. It doesn't matter whose fault it was. This is the situation that I'm in. So instead of armoring up and blaming somebody else, sit in the situation that I am in. I'm not here to be right. I'm here to get it right. So mm-hmm. how do I get this situation right? Well, I choose option B. Instead of going down the option, the road that I know that where I'm going to be pissed off, I'm going to be resentful, he left, so he's not going to be here tonight. He's going out of town for one night to go hang out with his friend. So I could sit here and stew and be upset with him all night long while he's gone, not talk to him, blah, 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 blah. And then we're going away for my daughter's birthday tomorrow. So I could ruin that whole day too, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And let me let you know, (laughs) I've done this. (laughs) I have... Absolutely ruined moments because of my piss poor attitude, my piss poor fucking attitude. Shout out to my sister if she's listening because she knows exactly what I'm talking about. I've absolutely been like, well, like just being an absolute. I can think of one off the top of my head, actually. Oh, girl. Not like we're not even with me, like not even with me, but but yes, right. This is where putting the work in comes from because I chose option B. I chose being humble in that moment of like, yeah, I walked out of the house and I forgot my keys because I wasn't paying attention. And while that 
that is absolutely frustrating. There is nothing I can do about it right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to pr- try to problem solve. And if I can't, well, then guess what? It looks like I'm waiting until Jeff comes home. And that is just going to be what it is. Yep. How many clients have you had? Because I we talk about this all the time, but how many clients have you had where they're a either in a miserable job and they're like, I fucking hate my job. I don't want to go to work. And, you know, while we can empathize with that and validate the frustration of being miserable in a job, what is the ultimate response? You can leave right? Like you have the option to leave. Is it always as easy as just saying, fuck it, I'm done and finding another job tomorrow? No, but ultimately you have control over that. And we both left a job that was very high stress and not good for us because it wasn't good for us. Was that easy to do? No. Was it necessary? Yes. Let me take you a step further. (laughs) Let me piggyback off that. Let me, let me jump on that. Piggyback and flip off of it into the pool of the unknown and explore with me, if you will, on this boat ride. Oh my um, God. Looking at a job you don't like, a marriage you're not satisfied mm-hmm. in, a friendship that's draining you, a financial situation that you got yourself into, I could go on. Yep. I, we could go on. Pivot. <laughs> Pivoting. <laughs> I know. I hope he he just tapes over me with Ross saying pivot. <laughs> I, what it looks like is being able to stop yourself and and recognize absolutely take stock in where you are. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy here. I don't I don't like this here. So I have two options. I'm at a fork in the road. I'm not a tree. I'm not fucking stuck. I don't care how drastic you think this situation is. And let me preface, let me put a disclaimer on this. If you are in a relationship where there is physical abuse happening, we are not addressing you. Right. We are absolutely not addressing you. There are physical limitations that you possibly cannot just pick up and leave. And we absolutely as therapists understand that. So please do not think that we are talking to you. If you are in an abusive relationship, there are places where you can get help. If you need any help, please message Steph and I on our different social media platforms. We'll absolutely do some research, point you in the direction to where you need to go for your hometown or the state that you are in, but understand that that's a separate issue. Your, your safety is a separate issue from what we were talking about. We were talking about choices that are within your control your safety sometimes is not within your control so that aside we are talking about situations where we know like you said we were in jobs that we did not like and well yeah there was some stability there with the pay mm-hmm. where we could afford to do things and there was some free money there if you will but it wasn't necessarily allowing us the freedom of creativity at all we couldn't necessarily make our own diagnoses we had to fight for what we thought was going to be the best for our patients And that's no blame to anybody. I think that's just how a bigger system or corporation has to work. It is what it is. But then also we found ourselves wanting more. So that's why we decided both to pivot and move towards outpatient therapy. And then once we got an outpatient therapy and were there for a little while, we decided that this wasn't necessarily fulfilling us as much as we wanted it to because we recognized that we had to take on more clients to be able to get to the financial freedom that we wanted. So then we thought about starting our own businesses and Steph started hers first. Steph started the whole journey first and I followed because I was like, yes, bitch, tell me what <laughs> you're like. You are. do it first and yeah. then I'm going to do it because I just yeah. want to see somebody and else do it like, first. Yeah. I'm terrified. <laughs> like, 
I'm scared. It is scary. So please, uh, please hear me when I say this. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> and sometimes it does take watching your best friend, your person to take that leap first. Absolutely. Now, though, that we're in the places that we're in, it starts to afford you that creativity of like, maybe I will go do this by myself. Maybe I will just pour into my business and not necessarily do the other jobs. So it allows you that freedom to be able to start exploring because you've already taken that first step, that second step, that third step. You've already poured into yourself. So what we're trying to get at is you're not stuck. Mm -hmm. There are choices to be made. Is it going to be hard? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You are not alone though. I think, well, I know any sort of change is scary, whether it's a change that you're looking forward to or a change that's been cast upon you for whatever reason, it is scary, but you have the choice to look at it as, oh my God, this is fucking terrifying and overwhelming or holy shit, this is going to be so exciting because I don't know what to expect. Right. Both are acknowledging that it's an anxiety provoking situation with just a little bit of a different connotation to it. And that's how you can reframe your thoughts when it comes to having to make these changes of things. I hear a lot of people in personal development talk about all the changes that they've made in their lives and how they started from ground zero and move their way up. And like, that's very inspiring, right? But the people that I find myself listening to are people that are not necessarily, I'm not anywhere near their level. And so sometimes it's harder to relate because I'm like, yeah, but okay, it's taken you 14 years to get there. I'm still in year one, right? Right. So it's, I, I don't necessarily get that same I don't know, intensity as they do about that kind of stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I also feel like that's comparison. We're comparing ourselves sure. to somebody who's maybe 20 years in the game versus one year in the game. Right. So I love that saying, though, your only person that you should be comparing yourself to is yourself. Like the only yep, person, the person you were yesterday is, is the person you were yesterday, the person in the mirror, the person blah, 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 blah. You, basically. You is yes. the person you're comparing yourself to because nobody else is you that's yep. and that again that other quote you are your superpower like mm-hmm. you being the only you is your superpower absolutely there is nobody else like you you have certain gifts and talents that nobody else has sure somebody might be doing something similar absolutely mm-hmm. that doesn't mean they're you though you are given gifts by the universe, by God, by whoever you want to believe in. It does not matter to me. Again, we've said this before. We'll say it again till we're blue in the face. You are always welcome at our table. You were given something special. You were born with something special inside of you. So you have everything that you need. Mm-hmm. I was talking to a client earlier, earlier this week, and it is a client that I enjoy talking to, and we were discussing the mode of therapy that I do and bringing, um, helping them get to a place where they are able to reflect on, you know, all the changes that they've made and just this self-reflective, like this progress that they've made. And they were talking about like how they were able to understand that they were what they needed and they didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And they were, they had everything that they needed. They just needed to look inside. And you might want to call that a lifetime movie. I'm here for it. Give me the popcorn. Give me a soda. Let me get my crunch a bunch and sit first front row because I'm here for it. I'm here for the cheesy accolades. Yes, you have everything that you need inside of you to get to where you want to go. There is a reason Dr. Wayne Dyer was so successful talking about the power of intention and talking about that you have everything that you need to manifest inside of you. Why do you think every time there's a new moon cycle, is it a new moon cycle or full moon cycle when you manifest? Both. Both? I mean, like one is a release and one is a, like a calling into. So it just depends. calling into what's the calling into the new moon. 
Yes. And then you release so, with the full moon. Yes. So the calling into with a new moon, there's a reason you're doing it for you and manifesting it as I am X, Y, Z. I will <laughs> not. I will. I am X, Y, Z. I release blah, blah, blah. Like you're taking ownership over whatever you've got going on in your life because you are the person who is in control. It may feel like there's these other outside forces that are controlling. Like I'm at this job and I have to be here because of financial constraints or I have to be there because my boss or nobody else will pick it up. Or I, as a single parent, I have to be the person who does X, Y, Z. And you know, this person's not going to do that and blah, 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 blah. You can be in control. So instead of framing it in this have not type mentality, frame it in the, the, the power that you have over that. As a single parent, I am in control of what happens to my daughter. And that could be for somebody else. I co-parent 50-50. But so my 50-50%, I am in control of what happens to my daughter. I am in control of what she listens to, what she watches, what she does. That's where I'm focusing my attention. I'm not going to focus my attention on the other 50% where I don't have control. Mm -hmm. In my job, I will focus my attention on what I have control over. And again, I will pour into that. It's, It's about focusing on what you are in control of and what you can pour into. Yes. I feel like lately with a lot of like, I have a lot of, um, like 17, 18 year old kiddos that are, you know, either seniors and graduating or getting close to, and it breaks my heart because it brings me back to being 17, 18 years old and wanting to plan out my entire life and having a 100% solid plan. If I know this is how everything's going to turn out and, and that being reiterated by society, right. Of like, Nope, you got to figure out where you want to go to college, what you want to study and you got to stick to it and blah, blah, blah. And I tell kids all the time, I'm like, look, you can go to college and after a semester decide this ain't for me and you can go back in 10 years. You can never go back. It doesn't fucking matter. You get to change your mind whenever you want. If you get a degree and 10 years later, you're like, I don't give a fuck about accounting anymore. I want to be an interior designer. Do it. Fucking do it. Yes. Do it. Do not allow somebody else to tell you, well, you can't, you have an accounting degree. You need to stay in accounting. It's a stable job. Who gives a fuck if that does not bring you joy switch. You can pivot. Yes. I, I was just, when you just said that, it reminded me of one of the influencers that I watch. Her name is body fit balance on Instagram, but her name is Bailey something. I have no idea what it is. Bailey something, but she, the name's probably actually like Michelle. And she just said it's Bailey because she does that sometimes. (laughs) I almost said a last name of a girl I know in real life. And I was like, Oh, that would have been yikes. (laughs) Yikes. Ski city. Like, Oh, (laughs) don't do that. (laughs) Cause this is not somebody that I was friends with. Not that I don't like that person, but it was just not like that would have been yucky. (laughs) Anyways. So her name's Bailey, Uh, but body fit balance. She has really good glute bands if you need some, but anyways, (laughs) I really like them. Um, she, I watched her, I've been following her probably for like two years, but I was watching her. She was going through this nursing journey. And so she graduated, whatever. But then like, you kind of notice like her posts kind of, they didn't go down, but like the tone of them was a little bit more somber, a little bit more stressed, a little bit more concerned or as a therapist, like that's what I picked up on. Cause I was like, you don't smile as much. You don't seem mm-hmm. as happy. But instead of being like, you need to be happy. Like that's what I'm watching you for. It was more so like, are you okay? Sure. <laughs> and so then like she came out with this, this big, like 
Instagram has these reels things where you can like post. Maybe it wasn't a reels. Maybe it was something like a, like a live IG live TV or something where it was like this longer explanation of why she chose to quit nursing and why she chose to pour into her brands that were sponsoring her and her own brand that she was trying to develop versus nursing because it was just so draining. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's that perfect example. You can go through school. You can do all of that. But once you get in it, it may just not be the calling for you. You may have yep. thought it was and it's not. And that's okay. Or it's maybe okay. it served a purpose in that season of your life. You yes. know, that got me through 10 years of my 20s into my 30s. Or yeah. that served a purpose when I, you know, first got married or whatever the purpose it served. It served some sort of purpose. It mm-hmm. taught you some sort of lesson. And that's important. Absolutely. And so I thought it was a beautiful transition to watch her go into what she wanted to do, which was pouring into the brand that she was developing for herself, pouring into the brand that she, that the brands that rep her, which then, um, she, so she's sponsored by Bomar Nutrition and Bomar Mm. Nutrition then did like a selective, like release of certain products that they had, but they were featured for her. So it was just nice to see somebody go into the unknown, basically, Mm -hmm. and, and watch that flourish Instead of choosing what she was, this is air quotes, supposed to do because she Mm -hmm. got this, you know, degree and you're supposed, again, air quotes, supposed to follow that. She was able to go into the unknown, trust her pivot and be able to say like, I choose me and that's okay. And And that is a-okay. Look at the benefits that she's reaping. And again, she's a human being. She's Mm -hmm. a human being from the Midwest, I think Ohio, I think, I don't know. Probably Wyoming. (laughs) Either way, both desolate areas. (laughs) I mean, who lives in Wyoming? If we have listeners in Wyoming, um, shout out to you guys. We would love to fly out and see you and then hike. So let us know where you live. You don't even have to talk to us. We just, if you have a place where you can put up a tent, like, we'd love that. Thank you. But if there's snakes, we also won't be coming. Thank you. Thank you. Can we talk about, I don't know what his name is, but I love him on TikTok. Thank you. <laughs> um, so again, pouring into yourself and it's rewarding you because you chose to pour into yourself. You chose you. Again, you have everything you need to succeed. And sometimes it just takes somebody pointing that out to you, right? Yes. By, it could yes. be asking simple questions. It could be bouncing ideas off somebody. You know, I've taken plenty of like educational courses, you know, for my licensing or just for, you know, my own leisure or whatever. And there's times that I'm in it and I'm like, I could have fucking taught this. Like, why, <laughs> why did I pay money for this? You know what I mean? It's yes. like, but um, I just needed that, that. What was that neuro class that we went to? Oh, Do you no. remember when we first yes. were best friends? Like, like first, like six months into this. And she, Steph was like, I'm going to this training. I was like, I'm going to go to that training. I'm going to that training. It was a whole mean girls moment. I was like, Stephanie wore, wore pink socks. So I wore pink socks. So like, <laughs> That, that was literally, I was like, yeah, I'm going too. Did you, I asked for it too. That's so crazy that we decided to go to the same training. That's weird. Uh, was it the what? medication one that we went to? Yes. But yes. there was nothing about medication. Yep. There was absolutely nothing about medication. I was like, yep. so cool. We wasted a whole day. Awesome. Yes. Or how about when you get a divorce and they make you go to a parenting class and it's really <gasps> insulting because you're like, um, hi, I could teach this better, A, and B, I don't... I don't need the education. However, there were people in that room that absolutely needed that education. Uh, I, I get why it's available. People. I do. But I for me, like I was you like, should this be is... able to test out. <laughs> yes. I feel like Can I you give me a written exam? Out. I'll nail it. Here's, I'll nail it. <laughs> here's how awful our parenting class was. Me and my ex, um, we get along enough 
to be able to discuss our child in five minute increments. <laughs> Not that we hate each other, but it's just like we're both we've we've had our separation. That class was so bad. I was like, you want to go get a drink? He was like, yeah, God, it was terrible. <laughs> we literally went and had a drink. <laughs> That's how fucking bad it was. We were like, oh, my God, that was terrible. I was like, I could have done it. He was like, you know, you could have. And, like, he's never been supportive. So I was like, thank you. Yes, I could. Thank you. I could have. <laughs> That's how bad it was. <laughs> oh, my God. All that to say, though, you guys, I think the analogy – metaphor analogy I never know which is which of like you are not a tree analogy you don't have roots that are stuck to where you've been growing for 150 years and you can't move you get to move whenever the fuck you want you just need to decide that you want to regardless of anybody else's points of view or opinions or shit they gotta say what matters is how you feel and what you want to do for you and your life because you are in control of your life yeah Absolutely. You are allowed to make the decisions. And here's the thing. Please understand there is no right or wrong decision. Like there's no right or wrong decision. Even if the decision does not yield the results that you thought you were going to get or that you wanted to get or that were going to be, you know, quote, the perfect results. Again, perfection is not a thing. There's still a lesson there. There's still something to learn from that and to grow from that. And that is DBT, part of the how and the what skill. That last part of effectively, I believe it's effectively, it is you are participating and showing up in the situation, not the one that you wish you had, not the one that is easier, not the one that is going to be um, what you wanted. You are showing up for the situation that you are in. Yep. So again, you're learning something from it. So either you're progressing forward, awesome. And if not, you're learning. No right or wrong here. There's no judgment here. Because again, how or what skill, do not judge. You're judging. Non-judgmental. We're just learning from it. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this was encouraging to anybody who feels yes. like they want to pivot or they need to pivot and are worried about it, are worried about it. Hopefully this helps give you some clarity or even just some support and validation, right? Like that's what we aim to do is just to validate everybody because all of your guys' feelings are valid and they matter and they're yours Mm -hmm. and nobody can take them away. Absolutely. I agree 1000%. So like, share, subscribe, write us a review. I really want to see somebody write us a review. I would love it so much just to have like a review on iTunes. I think that would be so dope. So I was like, wait, where do they write the review on Spotify or iTunes? I don't, know about Spotify because I listen to all my stuff through iTunes. Um, I listen to all of it through Spotify and I've never seen a review. So probably iTunes. iTunes would be the review. Yeah. If you have ideas of things that you would like to hear us talk about, please email us at I would love that. Rewriting her story podcast at gmail.com. I will put everything in the show notes. I feel like a lot of you guys already follow us, but everything will be in the show notes um, as to where to find us and our websites and all the things. And we will be back soon to talk about, I don't know, something exciting. We haven't decided yet. I'm I'm claiming it right now. Vulnerability. We've got to get that on the books. You guys. Vulnerability. You are not going to want to miss that episode. It's probably going to be really fucking long because A, it's something we're super passionate about because it's by the goddess herself, Dr. Brene Brown. And we love her so much. Someday she's going to be on the show. 
At she will. Yes. We're interviewing her or yes. going to her her speaking engagements, and we will be called up on stage. I don't. I'm yep. not even sure where we're going to be, but Brene Brown, I love you so much. We are here for you. Um, and vulnerability saved both of our lives. Oh, not that we were ever gonna like. That's a really drastic statement, and I'm not making that to sound like a safety concern. However, it changed our lives. I will say that drastically changed our lives. Drastically. There. I'm calling it a two-parter right now. Two-parter. Oh, I'm down. Down. I'm down. Done. So be okay. ready. Some of y'all wanted us to talk longer. Be ready because them bitches are going to be long. You're going to want to take notes. This is already almost 40 minutes, so I'm here for it. Let's I go. know. I know. <laughs> yes. So we're going to tell you at the beginning of the next episode with vulnerability, get your fucking notebooks out, get your drinks, whatever it is that you're drinking, and fucking buckle up because <laughs> we're getting into some shit. So be ready for that. Yes. That will be... Episodes 15 and 16, then, since this is 14. Yes. So crazy. I'm excited. All right. We will talk to everybody soon. Okay.